well, we made it to the end of 20 days. That's 480 hours. By the end of the next day, we will have hit the 500 hour mark. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Final 10 days, we're getting ready to head into. And then we will have done 30 days straight, no smoking. Alright, picking up where we left off. So, I believe we finished with Adrena. So I'm going to go ahead and carry to the next uh, person on my list is Chef Grubs. Chef Grubs, our cooking wizard. So, uh, I wanted to name him Grubs because when you go and get some grub, some people use that slang word, some people don't. Uh, but it is something that has been in my vocabulary and whenever I think of getting some food, uh, you know, I'm trying to put a little pizzazz in that. I say things like, grub, go get some eats, you know, that kind of stuff. So he was inspired by the chef from Little Mermaid, you know, the psychotic one that wants to chop the crab up. Uh, he also has a couple other different inspirations, uh, that of a bellhop as well, and uh, he dresses like a chef, obviously. Uh, this guy's going to represent the food industry, and I had to be careful because between him and Kathy, I was a little concerned, and um, a couple other people kind of expressed a concern as well, um, the possible fear of people being stigmatized, certain job roles being stigmatized, and at first I was like, oh man, in today's world where everybody's sensitive about everything, like, absolutely, I can see somebody getting upset if Kathy's a barista, and Chef Grubbs is wearing a chef hat, you know, maybe people feel a certain way, and then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, nobody's going after that chef from Little Mermaid, and if people are going to be sensitive about it, and they're going to be so dumb, they're going to start being uh, negative towards these particular job roles <laughs> that have nothing to do with the characters or the industry itself, um, and I'm going to let people just make idiots of themselves. And they can listen to this podcast and hear from the creator's lips straight from uh, horse's mouth. You're, you're a fucking idiot, like full-blown fucking idiot if you start hating on baristas and chefs because they remind you of the hammer game. Both of those people, both of those job uh, roles most likely have been greatly taken advantage of by the, the companies that they work for. And I guarantee you that most chefs are not making the amount of money that they should be making, uh, nor is the rest of the restaurant staff. And same goes for coffee shop baristas. They're not pulling in uh, the right amount of money either. So, uh, yeah, Chef Grubbs. It's, there's not too much to say about him other than he represents what we spend uh, as food consumers on going out to eat. 
maybe things that we don't think about, like uh, how much take-home food do we, uh, leftover food do we take, how many doggy bags do we take home, when we probably could have ordered an entree and split it with our other person. You know, if we both like different entrees, we could take turns picking who gets the entree and half it, rather than eat half of our food, take home leftovers that we may or may not eat, and we probably won't enjoy as much as when they were fresh, it might make more sense to save some money and not spend quite as much money uh, indulging ourselves at a restaurant. That does not mean save your money by withholding gratuity for your serving staff or your bartender. You need to realize those people are the closest to slave labor that there is in this country outside of the prison system. Uh, They're right there. (laughs) Where them making a living literally is dependent on how you feel about them. Uh, So don't be a dick. Tip people and tip well. If you're not tipping at least 20%, you should probably stay home and make your own food. Moving along. Uh, Chugs. We'll talk about Chugs real quick. Uh, Chugs is basically um, that guy that you always see in the movies that's holding the cocktail that looks super rich and super cool and uh, all the ladies would love him. That's that's Chugs. He also is uh, the uh, passed out drunk person in the alleyway or the guy that got laid off from his job and uh, is completely intoxicated walking down the road. And he's also the guy that's sleeping underneath the bridge. <laughs> okay, so he's, he's all these different things. He's meant to represent um, the alcohol industry and uh, it's many ways that it has tried to entice people into buying alcohol. Uh, but he also, he, since he is not... Uh, immune to the effects of alcohol uh, his constant consuming uh, for all these commercials and advertisements has clearly gotten him drunk so there'll be times where he is just blackout faded and other times where he just looks like he has it all together and everybody wants to be him Uh, moving along Dr. Pillsworth this is the pharmaceutical industry uh, mastermind And the craziest thing about this particular hammer is that all the other industries uh, eventually lead to business for him. And he's able to charge what he wants for medicine, uh, oftentimes making it extremely unaffordable for people. And you, he pretty much, his services are a necessity. So he's allowed to charge whatever he wants, and there's not really a whole lot of regulation in regards to him. Not nearly enough. And, like I said, almost all the health consequences that come from the other addictions and habits just lead back to him. So you can see how these group, these guys really work together um, and work well to just constantly siphon money out of people's um, potential to build wealth. Uh, let's see, moving on... 
and Safer Caffey. So, Caffey is one of my most favorite of the Hammer uh, gang because I don't see him as being all that sinister as far as his personality is concerned. Now, his industry is his industry is legal drug peddling, uh, and they do it in a way that's been incorporated into our culture in such a snuggly way. The best part of waking up is folders in your cup, that kind of stuff, where it's part of our tradition of doing our regular day-to-day activities in life. Um, and it's like your your best friend in the morning is your coffee. When you, you sit back and kind of think about how that is uh, from a psychological perspective, how that kind of impacts us and how it makes us attached to it. I mean, you can't tell me when you first heard that there's going to be a barista, there's going to be coffee involved in it, an experiment or a project that's going to talk about addictions. You can't tell me that there wasn't a small part of you that said, don't you talk bad about my coffee. Oh, no. You can take this, that, and the other, but you don't throw me in with these smokers over here. Coffee is totally different thing well if you think about what it does to your body it, it, it 100% breaks you and then your body never works the same uh, while you have caffeine pumping through your system and you're dependent on caffeine it will wear you out to the point you're completely fatigued and exhausted and it will be the only thing that will get your body running optimal again and when it does, you're probably going to be stressed out. You might be more prone to headaches. And you might be a little bit more short-fused with people. And not to say, not to mention you're rushing through life. Hurry up and go, go, go. So, that's Caffey. But as far as his personality is concerned, like, I love him. <laughs> I do. I think that he's, he's the goofy one. Out of all of them. Um, let's see who we got left. We got Lucky. We got Lucky. Lucky is basically my beef with the, the industries that put prey on people's desperation for money. And, and that's definitely gambling. Now, gambling's been around for a long, long time. And at one point, I don't think gambling was quite what it is today. If you take the lottery, for example, it's crazy. It, if you really look at it, you have millions upon millions of people in this crowd. And you go, okay, you're all poor and in debt and it's because we got you as all these these crazy addicted consumers we're going to give you guys one shot one of you is going to get lucky and get completely out of the scenario and rise above it all and be able to get everyone beyond your wildest dreams something that's been way out of your grasp or even the realm of possibilities for some somebody like you, one of you millions of people in this crowd and 
in order to do that, I need you guys all to buy some of these tickets. And then they turn around and give a portion of that money as the, the payoff for the lottery. And when they welcome that por- person aboard over, great, great, great. Um, you won a lottery. Hooray, hooray, hooray. That person, nine out of ten times, has no idea how to manage money and does not know how to make that money continuously build for the rest of their lives and provide for the rest of their lives. And rather they look at it as, oh, I need to consume things because that's what I've always done. But now I can consume better things, which are higher priced. And that's the trap. That's how the money goes right back into the machine and out of the hands of the person. So he's, he's kind of, Lucky's kind of built um, around my problem with gambling, my, my issues with people gambling and what gambling actually is in a, in a lottery basis. Uh, but there are also, I know that gambling is also a serious addiction uh, for a lot of, whole lot of people. Uh, I've been to casinos and seen people that spend their entire social security and retirement checks on gambling. So, yeah, I I get that that is going to be an issue for some people, and so I've decided that he needs to kind of represent that particular addiction. Uh, As far, I mean, there's so many different things that people can get addicted to, and you might ask, well, why didn't you make a hammer for this industry? Why didn't you make one for that industry? And to be honest with you, uh, there's just so many of them that I decided to just create uh, an extra spot on the season one uh, content for people to just put whatever their random addiction is. Otherwise, we're going to have hammers that are endless. Just about every industry out there is going to prey on some kind of consumer habit that you have. And they're going to definitely try to build an addiction around it and their marketing team will. And I think that concludes pretty much all the different hammers uh, went through and talked uh, about them. Uh, As far as I do want to go back to Lucky real quick and talk to you about as far as his physical representation. I did want him to look like um, like Hunter S. Thompson a little bit, but also um, like a dude that that plays poker at a poker table in freaking Maui. (laughs) I don't know. The way Evan drew him is so perfect. He even gave him sandals, and uh, I just love it. I just love it. The the other thought for me was maybe Lucky could have been drawn like uh, Doc Holliday from Tombstone. But that wouldn't have been quite as fun. Plus, Chugs already has kind of the businessy suit and tie. Um, you know, that kind of deal. Secret agent kind of guy. Um, I didn't really want to have too many people wearing suits. So that's all for that next episode uh, for tomorrow I'll tell you guys a little bit more about their hideout and how that was kind of brought to life 
congratulations to everyone, and I'll see you on the other end. Thank you.